Welcome back to another episode of Nancy AF. I'm Nancy Anderson, and I'm excited that you're back and listening. And I just want to say before we get started, I really appreciate you guys that give me like five star reviews or four star reviews. That's still good. Um, but I do want to say this is not like a professional podcast. Okay, I don't have any. This is me, myself, and I, literally recording it in one take on Guitar Center or whatever that thing is called, Guitar Band, and then I just put it up. No one's paying me. I don't edit. I don't, like, this is not some fancy schmancy podcast. Like, this is literally a way for me to educate the people in my community. So if you're, like, if you don't know who I am and you're listening to my podcast, please don't judge my podcast in comparison to, like, the people that are getting money or getting paid or paying money to do their podcast. Because this is truly just a way for me to help educate my own small psych, my own large, I'm going to put out in the universe, my huge, ginormous <laughs> population of community. And this is me just trying to really help them and empower them with, um, you know, the knowledge that I have and the research that I do, because you kind of are limited with blog posts and Instagram posts. So, um, yeah, that's why this is not like an official podcast. Okay. There's no like commercials or like intro music or outro music or, um, someone like editing it. So it's nice and smooth and I don't like fumble any words. Like guys, this is me. Okay. This is just me. And it's just me talking behind a mic. And that's what my podcast is. All right. So, Without further ado, let me dive into this week's topic. I'm talking about dairy today. And before I get started on the dairy thing, I just want to say, like, I have no issues with dairy farmers. I know there's a lot of long, like, many, many generations of dairy farmers that follow me and that have done my programs. And guys, I have no issues. I am not trying to say anything about the dairy industry, that's false. I'm literally only presenting the information to me that I have researched and read and I believe influences my client's health and results. Therefore, it is my responsibility as a nutritionist and as a trainer and a health expert to educate my clients to help them have optimal health. And if that I'm sorry if that offends you in some way if you're attached to the dairy industry. Um, this is nothing against dairy. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm really just truly spitting the facts. So anytime I post something about dairy, it's like, wow, you wouldn't even believe. Um, so I'm just, I'm just being honest. This is just me being honest with my people. Okay, we're talking about dairy today. Um, and I'm going to just dive in right in the beginning of my discussion and just talk about all the shitty things that dairy can do to your health. And I'm going to be honest. That's what I'm doing. So if you're taking notes, let's go ahead and flip to a new page because there's there's a long list coming your way. <laughs> By the way, I'm just I'm weary of anyone that tells me when I'm like, oh, let's talk about dairy. Like, let me just tell you, you really need to do an elimination diet and check on how your body is responding to dairy. And they respond to me and say like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. Dairy doesn't affect me. I'm not I'm not lactose intolerant. I don't have IBS or anything else. I'm good. But mm, statistically speaking, dairy's harmful effects, which I'll talk about in one second, are felt by actually most of us, including myself and most of my family. And how do I know this? Because according to the National Institute of Health, about 75% of the population is lactose intolerant. 
Meanwhile, at least 2.5% of children under the age of three have full-blown milk allergy, including my son, Leo, has a full-blown milk allergy. Um, But even if they grow out of this allergy, let's say, the majority of them will still go on to be lactose intolerant. Now, out of my family of four, three of us cannot have dairy. Kenzie can have dairy, but honestly, I when I give him dairy, he says his stomach hurts. So although I don't have blood work to prove it, like sometimes I'll let him have pizza because it's a special occasion or out at some local event or whatever. And um, he always has bad gas afterwards and like never has gas until he has like pizza or mac and cheese. And it's like Maybe it's the gluten-dairy combination or it's one or the other, but he does eat gluten in small doses in my house, but we're pretty much dairy-free in this house because no one eats it. Like, no one eats it. Like, Leo can have a little bit of gluten too, but Leo cannot have dairy, so I just don't buy dairy, like, period. I just don't see, like, the benefit, and I'm, you know, going to get into all that here. Um, You know, humans just really aren't meant to drink other animals' milk. It's, um... You're just not meant to do that. You know, when you're little, like really little, like baby, like, yes, it's, you know, it's okay if it's high quality organic formula or whatever. You're not breastfeeding. Like, I totally, I get that. But, you know, at a certain point as we grow up, we're not, we're not meant to continuously drink other animals' milk. So, and that's not my opinion. That's like, the people I study, it's their opinion in the functional medicine world. And there's a ton of research to back that up. And I agree with them. So I guess it's also my opinion. But first and foremost, let's just say dairy is pro-inflammatory, period, dot com. It's like gasoline on a flame when it comes to your health. Dairy has been shown to promote gut inflammation and increase levels of insulin-like growth factor one and oxidative stress. So when we pull that thread, we can understand why dairy consumption consumption is associated with serious health problems such as obesity, heart disease, accelerated aging, bone fractures. Yes, I know. Yes, bone fractures. That is correct. And cancer, which is pretty serious. Um, As an example, so consumption of high dairy diets have been shown to increase a man's risk of prostate cancer by as much as 50%. So authors of actually another 2005 paper published in the Iranian Journal of Public Health suggested that steroid hormones that are found in dairy that we eat uh, could actually be counted as a risk factor for cancer. Yeah. And I'll talk about more. I'll talk more about hormones in a minute here. But um, just stop and think about what else is associated with inflammation. Okay, so irritable bowel syndrome, allergies, acne, asthma, arthritis, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of them. These conditions, which are strongly linked with inflammation and your immune health, have all been shown to be worsened by dairy. And a lot of you probably have, uh, you know, personal experience with this, actually, whether you realize it or not. I know I have many people. Sorry, many people that. Discover this in my slim down every single month and their mind is blown and it really rocks our world. But then they just realize how much better it is when they get stuff that they don't tolerate well out of their body or they get stuff that messes with their hormones out of their body. Um, And let's just not forget about the relatively temporary but equally shitty side effects that three out of four of us will experience when we eat dairy. 
which would be, you know, anything from constipation, bloating, gas, abdominal pain, skin breakouts, et cetera, et cetera. There's many more. Um, dairy can also thicken saliva and worsen congestion, which people don't like my mother. She's so wes. She doesn't listen to me. Not like I have a master's degree or 15 years of experience or anything. Um, but she's like always like has a runny nose and congestion and like sinuses. I'm like, stop fucking eating dairy and get rid of your yeast. One, two, check, check. Your life will be so much better. She doesn't fucking listen. Um, but whatever. I don't care. What are you, you going to do? You can't make an al- alcoholic stop drinking. That's how I feel about people that just don't want to change their eating habits. You know, when you're ready, come find me. Until then, best of luck to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it can really worsen congestion. So like if you do eat dairy, like let's say you don't respond, like you're fine with dairy and like you're truly fine. Like you go on an inflammation or you go on a, uh, sorry, a elimination diet. And then you're like, oh yeah, I don't, I feel fine eating dairy. And you're going to continue to eat dairy, organic dairy, raw dairy in small amounts. If you have like a cold or something or your signs were acting up, you'd want to eliminate dairy because it's actually going to make the congestion, the mucus worse, which is so gross to think about. But it just it is what it is. Or also, if anyone listening right now, like has a husband or a boyfriend or a kid who has like a lot of phlegm in the morning, you know, like <sighs> those people, I'd urge you to ask them to cut dairy out for a while and see if that helps with that issue so it's clear that dairy causes problems no okay the next question is why why it's so good why can't i have cheese why does it cause problems well the main reason is it contains a protein called casein and a sugar called called lactose both of which are not tolerated well by most human bodies, unfortunately. Uh, lactose in particular is problematic because most adults don't have sufficient levels of enzyme called lactase, which is necessary to break lactose down. Are you with me? Does that make sense? <laughs> we simply just can't handle the lactose, basically. Um, we just don't have the tools to do it. And this is essentially what lactose intolerance is. Um, and a dairy, an actual dairy allergy, on the other hand, there's a difference between uh, you can't tolerate it or you're allergic to it. Um, a dairy allergy, on the other hand, which can be very severe in co- some cases, is what happens when your immune system reacts negatively to casein. So serious cases of this can actually lead to life-threatening anaphylactic shock. And it's, you know, like any other true life-threatening allergy is really important to make sure that you're not eating anything that has dairy in it. Um, Another reason why dairy causes so many health problems is that many of us are reacting negatively to the antibiotics and the high levels of hormones present in dairy products. And let me just digress for one sec because I just want to make sure this is clear. Notice I haven't mentioned anything about saturated fats in dairy. This isn't an oversight why I haven't talked about this. This is because saturated fats and dairy is not the problem with dairy. Um, And we know that to be true simply by just looking at the research. And it shows that the consumption of even low-fat dairy products are still associated with weight gain. And I'm specifically referring to a 2005 study published in JAMA Pediatrics, which found that children who drank more milk weighed more even if they were consuming skim milk or 1% milk. Meanwhile, the fat in dairy was not associated at all with the weight gain in these kids. So no, fat, saturated fat is not the evil in milk. 
Um, and it's not the evil that the American Heart Association wants you to fear that it is, which is a whole nother topic. I should probably do an episode on that as well. Saturated milk and how like fucked up the nutrition industry is. But that's for another day. There's just simply no good evidence, though, that shows that saturated fat causes heart disease, period. And I'll quickly just refer to a 2004 meta-analysis published in the AIM, which concluded that there was no good data to support this idea that we need to stay away from saturated fats in our diet. So I just wanted to make sure I made that clear here um, in case I got questions on it. But okay, back to the hormones and the chemicals. Um, this actually helps to explain why even organic dairy isn't okay, by the way, which I get that question a lot. Well, they drink, I have feed my kids organic milk, so it's fine. Not really based off of what we have seen because whether your dairy comes from cows pumped with hormones and antibiotics or not, it will still contain hormones, including different types of estrogen, prolactin, progesterone, etc., which not only will promote weight gain, but also mess with your hormones, alter immune function and in infants and so on. Um, in fact, Milk tested actually showed to have 60 different kinds of hormones and it's the kind of hormones anabolic that grow things. And you guys, you don't want to grow things. You don't want to grow cancer tumors or cancer cells or, you know, it's just, it's a really big misconception when you're talking about organic milk. It's still not great. And I'm going to cite a paper here from the 2008 Journal of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, which found that organic milk actually has significantly more hormones than conventional milk. Did you guys hear that? I know. This is at least what they found in the samples that they tested. The authors of this paper also noted in their abstract that milk labeled and marketed as antibiotic-free actually had similar concentrations of progesterone versus conventional milk and similar concentrations of different types of estrogen versus organic milk. Now, if you're, hope if you're just totally brokenhearted about this, I'm really sorry, sort of, but you know, the truth hurts sometimes. And the truth is that dairy is just not good stuff for most of us, especially cow dairy. Now, if you want dairy, then okay, like let's try sheep's milk or goat's milk or goat's cheese or sheep's yogurt. You can find all those things now. Get organic um, and they're going to be way better quality. I have my toddler on goat's milk. That's what he drinks and he is fine. No issues. No um, eczema on his skin. He's not, he doesn't have any type of intolerance issues with goat's milk. Um, and then I have him on a little supplement routine and it's perfect. It works great. It's just not really good for our bodies or our kids' bodies. I'm sorry. It does not do a body good. Isn't that the like saying that they say their slogan is like milk, does a body good it should be milk does doesn't do a body good <laughs> anyway if the only thing you remember from this entire podcast i just want you to remember that dairy is a pro-inflammatory food and even organic dairy is filled 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 with hormones and if that's all you remember for this entire podcast i'm cool with it i've done my job 
Dairy is pro-inflammatory and even organic dairy is filled with hormones. That's your takeaway for this entire podcast, okay? All right. Now I know that what you're thinking, (laughs) or some of you at least are thinking, but calcium, what about calcium? Don't we need milk and dairy to get enough calcium in our diets? Isn't that the whole like, uh, marketing thing like got milk because it builds like strong bones. All the ads used to tell us like, wow, that's so crazy. Like looking back now and knowing what I know now, like all those things that I saw growing up, like, oh my God, I feel so dumb now thinking that they pull that over my eyes. I mean, I used to chug milk, you guys, when I was a kid, my mom didn't know any better, you know, like, Oh my gosh, like we chewed by skim milk. I would just chug it. Like I would drink so much milk. Ugh, so I'm not judging anyone. I mean, I did it too growing up. But then I just like stopped. When I moved out of her house, I just never bought milk again. I just like stopped. I don't know why. Oh, I think I could like I started competing and stuff when you were not allowed to have dairy. Um, that's probably why I stopped. But I was like 18 when I stopped or like 16 or like something like I was old. Like this is not... She didn't buy organic, which I guess is probably a good thing because it looks like organic is like worse, according to research, according to what we've seen in research, at least. Okay, so. All right. So if you if you're stressing about the calcium thing, let's go back to that. Like, here's the beef. No pun intended. The idea that you need to consume dairy in order to get enough calcium, guys, is literally one of the biggest nutritional myths out there, let alone definitely the biggest myth about dairy. Is not true. Leg at all. Dot com. Ain't true. You can get all the high quality calcium your body needs from foods that I allow on my slim down, my Bible diet, my move your bump plans, my detox. Foods include things like leafy green vegetables, nuts, avocados, fruit, fish, many more. And and even like maybe a really high qu- quality supplement. Calcium supplement. I take one of those too. Usually only like pregnancy and post-pregnancy though because I don't really need it otherwise. But yeah, you can take a high quality supplement as well. Whatever floats your boat. And if you need suggestions on that, you can check out my um, supplement store. Link is in my bio on Instagram. You can get there and check it out, what I recommend because you want a high quality one. But my point is, is that going dairy-free in no way puts you at risk for not getting enough calcium. As we've seen... Going dairy-free is better for your health anyway. And if you're eating the above foods, which you should be, you're good. I promise. You're totally good. Um, I'll take a moment here to dispel other common myths about dairy too and the whole calcium thing in it. This idea that you need both in order to protect your bones because I know we've all been ingrained with that for like decades of our childhood and adulthood. And maybe even it's continued now with your pediatricians of your kids. Ah. <sighs> But let's just consider this, okay? Don't take it from me. I'm just gonna, I'm just a messenger. Spit in the research, okay? A 2011 meta-analysis published in the Journal of Bone and Mineral Research found no link, zero link, not a links between milk consumption and hip fracture risk. Another 2014 paper from the BMJ involving a combined sample size of 105,000 men and women, which is a pretty healthy sample size, found that higher rates of milk consumption was associated with an increased risk of bone fractures and an increased risk of overall mortality and early 
death. Additional data from the Nurses Health Study, one of the largest scientific investigations of chronic disease risk factors in women, shows that dairy consumption may actually increase the risk of bone fractures by as much as 50%. So these are not like, these are significant findings. Other research has found that countries with the lowest rates of osteoporosis also happen to have the lowest rates of dairy and calcium consumption. Coming full circle on this, the reverse is also true. Countries with higher rates of milk consumption, like the United States of America, have higher rates of bone fractures and, yep, osteoporosis. So, I mean, how's that for got milk ads? Like, debunked. Even milk consumption during childhood and early teen years hasn't definitively been shown to lower the risk of osteoporosis and hip fractures later in life. The evidence, guys, is pretty clear. The last thing you need for healthy and strong bones is dairy. The whole drink milk, get stronger bones thing, yeah, it's just a PR strategy. Rather than sound science, this is the science, and the science is not supporting their PR strategy. It's like, unfortunately, you know, when you post an ad or you do marketing, a marketing whatever, like you don't have to cite your research and get it double checked before you're allowed to make those claims, which is so crazy. Or they're just like doing their own studies that are they're funding themselves to say the outcome that they want to say so that they can the whole thing's backwards, guys. It's all effed up. I should do a whole podcast on that. That would be a good one to do, I think, too. Okay, so the whole, yeah, get milk, get, drink milk, get stronger, blah, 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 bullshit. Not true. You don't need it for healthy bones. You don't need it, period. If anything, drinking milk hurts your bone health more than it could ever possibly help your bone health. Besides, research indicates that calcium isn't even critical for bone health as it was once believed to be. And actually, other nutrients like vitamin D and magnesium appear to be just as, if not more important for preventing osteoporosis and fractures. Mic drop. <laughs> Blows my mind. By the way, are you on vitamin D and magnesium? If you need a high quality one, I have one in my subs shop. The brands I recommend are on there. Don't just grab one from CVS. You want to make sure it's high quality. I'm not saying that so you buy mine. I'm just saying that so you get one that actually is going to work. That's because it's not regulated. The FDA does not regulate supplements. So you've got to be really smart about where you're buying them from. Okay, moving on. Another question I get a lot. Why is dairy not allowed in the slim down plan? But grass-fed butter and ghee are allowed in the slim down plan. I posted about this a while ago. So you guys might already know the answer to this. But I'll go ahead and I'll just recap it right here. Because I know that's going to be a question that I get. And the simple answer is that most people can tolerate grass-fed butter without an issue. It's mostly because dairy uh, that comes from grass-fed cows is, one, just healthier overall. But specifically, it has a better ratio of omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids, which is important because if you consume too many of the former and not enough of the latter, as a standard American diet sets you up to do, then you're increasing your risk for things like obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. Wah, wah. You'll notice that also ghee is a lot of my plans as a healthy fat. Ghee is known as clarified butter, which means the butter has been heated until all the water and milk solids are removed. 
You can actually do this at home, but honestly, it's just affordable and it's easy to just buy ghee. So you don't feel like you have to do it at home. Um, you can get it everywhere now because most people are eating it. So you can get it really at any grocery store these days. Uh, milk solids are out of ghee. So this means there's no lactose. There's minimal amounts of casein in both of these, making it generally well tolerated by even people who are lactose intolerant. Um, I think a high quality ghee, high quality grass fed butter adds good flavor and good fats to your diet. Um, so personally, I think it's perfectly acceptable on an elimination diet like the Slim Down if you choose to use it. Now, if you have a true allergy and you feel like you don't want to chance it, then yeah, don't use it. There's a, there's a ton of other healthy fats that you can sub in and not use it at all. Um, but most people see great results with it. Their blood work still looks great. My functional medicine doctor allows grass-fed butter and ghee. Uh, it's, it's allowed kind of across the board in the functional medicine world. It's not just me and my plans, um, but it's kind of widely accepted because of all those things that I just said. Um, remember how the elimination diet works, by the way. We take dairy out... And then eventually we put dairy back in in small amounts so you can see how dairy affects you. You don't have to put it back in, but you have the, the choice to. And I urge you to take this kind of planned dairy vacation if you haven't already. Even if you're not doing like my slim down, which does it for you. Like if you're not going to do one of my plans, that's fine. Still just try to take dairy out for four weeks. And I think you'll be kind of amazed <laughs> which what will happen to like your skin or your joints, your recovery time, your breathing, your sleep, and so much more. Your bloat. There's honestly really nothing simpler than an elimination diet. And I say, you know, it is, it's a little challenging sometimes to do an elimination diet, but that's why I do the slim down and I have a community and I coach everyone through it to help set everyone up for success. Because when you're first learning about foods, you don't really know like what you can have, what you can't have. Well, there's, you can have grass fed butter, but you can't have this, you can't have cheese. And you know, it gets a little overwhelming, which is why I coach everyone through it. So if you seriously want to try to do this, um, you'll have a lot of success in my 30 day slim down. I start a new group every single month and, um, you can, you can join us. And then if you join us and you do it and you add dairy back in, you feel worse when you bring it back in, then that's solid self data you can rely on that you, you experimented and you can't handle it. You just need to remove it. And if it happens with you with dairy, then you just need to consider removing it from your diet for, you know, indefinitely pretty much. Um, and if you genuinely feel fine after you reintroduce dairy after the slim down or after you take your four weeks off or whatever that rest period is, um, then maybe you can handle dairy in very small amounts. But as I mentioned before, you want to keep it organic and you want to go try for like goat's milk, sheep's milk, goat's cheese, sheep's cheese, goat yogurt, sheep yogurt, and try to just avoid cow. I'm just going to say that. You just need to avoid cow dairy, okay? Um, and then aim for organic for the other options that you have. Either way, small amounts. Like even if you can tolerate dairy, still want to have it in small amounts. Because um, needless to say, I obviously I stand by the science. I, I think it's very clear that shows us that the benefits of removing this pro-inflammatory food group in your diet far, far, far outweighs any of the potential benefits from keeping it in. And most people just want to keep it in because they like it, not because it's doing anything great for them. And they usually realize when they take it out that it, they, they do a lot better without it. So 
that's kind of my spiel on dairy. I could go deeper, but I'm going to keep it simple. I'm trying to keep these fairly short. This one's about 30 minutes, which is good. But what questions do you guys have for me? Hopefully this clears some things up about the big bad D. <laughs> um, personally, it's just like for me, I don't eat dairy ever. Like even on a cheat meal, I don't eat dairy. It's just not worth it based on the science. I mean, really the science speaks. So I don't, I don't do it. I don't do it. Maybe like once a year, I'll have a very, very small bite of like a pizza, a piece of pizza. It's about as crazy as I get with the dairy. It's just not for me. Um, my husband plays with fire sometimes and he always regrets it. Always regrets it. I'm like, dude, you can't eat dairy. Stop eating it. And when you're trying to TTC, babe, I'm not going to TTC if you're eating dairy. So you got to keep it clean for at least three months. Make sure that inflammation's down. It's like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> like, Max, you guys keep asking me to do another podcast with Max. What do you guys want us to talk about? Because I don't know what else to talk about with him. We talked about our relationship, talked about, like, being married and stuff. What else do you want to hear about? If you want to hear another episode with us, just let me know what you want us to cover so I can kind of write like an outline for us. Um, yeah. Okay. That's about it. Any questions about dairy? Let me know. You can find me on the IG at Nancy Anderson Fit. Um, that's probably the best place to catch me. You can also shoot me an email. Hello at NancyAndersonFit.com. Um, and if you want to learn more about how my 30 day slim down program works and try to take dairy out for four weeks, you can just check out my digital plan online. You can find that at nancyandersonfit.com or you can shoot me an email and ask me questions about it too. And we'll be happy to answer. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys learned something. If you like it, please, um, give it some stars. Three, four, five, four, five, four, five is good. I mean, if that's good with you, that's good with me. Um, and yeah, share it. If you want someone to know about dairy, send them this podcast and um, I'll lay it down for them. Maybe I'll help convince them a little bit more. And I hope you guys um, having a great week and I'll check you on the IG. Bye. <laughs>